Hello there. Racism is the belief that all members of a certain race possess qualities, characteristics, or abilities specific to that race. Now we all know that there are genuine bigots out there in the world. But to generalize, in today's modern world, being racist is a serious faux pas. Our egos are addicted to the idea of seeing ourselves as good and as right. We have to be seen as good by others. We have to see ourselves as good. This presents a real issue as it applies to racism because it means that you have to delegate the aspects of yourself that are racist to your subconscious mind. You can't admit to them. Most of us have denied, disowned, rejected, and suppressed any aspect of us that could be perceived as racist. We became politically correct relative to race. But just because you made racism unacceptable doesn't mean it went away. Any more than just because you made anger not okay, the anger somehow vanished and disappeared on its own. You just became unconscious of it. You didn't want to admit to it. There is a difference between what is right and what is real. I'm going to start this episode by saying that everyone in this world is racist. They just don't admit to it because they need to see themselves as good and to be seen as good by others. The human mind wants to understand things and assign meaning to things. To do this, it goes about the work of organizing and categorizing things in the world. It puts things into boxes, most of which are black or white. It wants to make order out of chaos. The mind does this without even having conscious awareness of it. This relatively benign tendency is the first layer of racism. What it is, is essentially the mind looks at a specific person who belongs to a specific race and watches them doing a specific kind of behavior and assigns that behavior to that race. Now, if we see that same behavior exhibited by another member of the same race, it becomes even more compounded. Our brain now has all the proof it needs that that particular behavior is about the race. We call this a stereotype. The human mind wants to stereotype everything we come across. Stereotyping when it comes to race is a form of racism. But we all hold these stereotypes and it's important that we admit to them and become consciously aware that we have them. So what I want you to do right now is to pause this video and I want you to get out some paper and a pen and I want you to list all of the stereotypes that you have relative to each race. Keep in mind that stereotyping doesn't always have to be just negative. It could be positive stereotypes as well. But we tend to especially guard and deny and reject and disown, not want to admit to the negative racial stereotypes that we have. This is the time to become aware of it. For example, black people can't swim, or black people have the best rhythm. White people are self-centered, or white people are classy. Hispanics are greasy and dirty, or Hispanic people are good lovers. Asians are poor, or Asians are smart. Your answers will be unique to you based on your culture, based on your upbringing, based on personal experience, based on the race you yourself belong to, based on the education you received. But just take some time to be really super brutally honest with yourself. This is a time to be real instead of right. You may have a lot of racial stereotypes which aren't necessarily right to hold, and yet you hold them. So put them down on paper. The second layer of racism comes in response to the structure of the human ego. What is the human ego? It's nothing more than a sense of being a separate self. That's not innately a negative thing. 
But here's the problem. Ego is a bit like a tool. It's a tool that the universe is using currently to enhance its own expansion of consciousness. But when that tool begins to use the user, we run into problems. Now, when does the tool begin to use the user? When the tool, ego itself, becomes threatened. When the ego feels threatened, it goes into a state of defense. It pushes the threat away from itself. The ego perceives itself and therefore is strengthened through comparison. It compares itself to other things in the world. And the ego needs to see itself as good, superior, right, and justified. So the ego uses the mind to look at these stereotypes and decides what those observational stereotypes mean in relationship to itself. The ego uses the mind to look at these stereotypes and seeks to make itself feel good, superior, right, and justified by comparison. For example, if a stereotype I hold is black people are unsophisticated, my ego can feel sophisticated by comparison and therefore see that person is inferior to me and therefore more safe. That then determines how I treat them. It is the second layer of racism that creates the real problem. It is to believe that all members of a certain race possess qualities, characteristics, or abilities specific to that race so as to distinguish it as inferior or superior to another race or races. This leads to prejudice and discrimination and antagonism. Now, positive racial stereotyping does actually create pain in the world. I challenge you to see how. But we're less concerned with positive racial stereotyping because it causes so much less pain than negative racial stereotyping. The reason for this is that appreciative notice tends to create a condition within the social atmosphere of inclusion. Whereas focusing negatively at somebody in disapproval tends to create exclusion. I'll give you a real world example. Let's pretend that I have looked at the world and the stereotype that I've made is that Hispanics are greasy and dirty. My mind then goes to work creating meaning to add to that particular observation. What does it mean for me that Hispanics are greasy and dirty? My mind could then make it mean that they are unhygienic or unsophisticated, so I need to keep my distance from Hispanics so I can stay clean and keep my status. It is what we make these negative stereotypes mean that causes real damage. To understand more about how this works, I want you to watch my video on YouTube titled Meaning the Self-Destruct Button. Now the problem, the real problem that leads to genuine prejudice is that when the mind assigns meaning to a racial stereotype that causes us to feel threatened by that race, that turns into prejudice. That turns into antagonism. So right now in the video, I want you to pause this video again, and I want you to look back over the list of racial stereotypes that you wrote. And I want you to ask yourself relative to each one, what do I make this mean? After you have answered that, I want you to answer this question relative to the meaning. How has that meaning that I've assigned to the racial stereotype caused me to think differently, act differently, or behave differently relative to that particular race? No one on this earth is born a bigot. No one comes out of the birth canal a racist. What happens is we are socialized into social groups where these prejudices exist, where racial perspectives already are there. And what do we do? We have to adopt those perspectives in order to establish solidarity and therefore a sense of belonging with our particular social group because they've already made it us versus them. If we choose them, 
guess who's cast out too? When we are young, we are fed meaning by the adults in our lives. We are fed painful meaning about other races by the social groups we belong to. We also become racist based on painful personal experiences that we have. But the most important thing to see is that racism doesn't just hurt the people on the receiving end of racism. There is pain inherent in being racist. Lots and lots of pain. To carry around painful beliefs and painful meaning and to live with a worldview of exclusion is painful. Living life according to the ego's estimation is an acutely painful state. It also means we cannot actually connect with people because we can't see beyond the race of the person in front of us. For example, if a stereotype that I hold is white people are rich, I may then make that mean that when I interact with them, they're going to see me as less. It doesn't feel very good to be seen as less. So what might I do? I might avoid them entirely. I can see that in response to that meaning, I say demeaning things about them, try to make myself feel a sense of increased status around them. I may avoid them altogether. I may only take jobs that cater only to people of my own race. If I look deeply, I can see how I have not been able to get to know a single white person deeply, in fact, because of this. I am separated from an entire group of people in the world. I fear them more now because I avoid them. This makes me uncomfortable or tense in the world. I've given up many job opportunities just because of this, and this has caused me considerable pain. So again, I want you to pause this video and look back over that list. Now that you have seen your racial stereotypes and what you have made those stereotypes mean and the behaviors that you take on as a result of the meaning you assign to those racial stereotypes, I want you to see if you can find the various types of pain that have been caused to your life based off of the meaning you have assigned to that racial stereotype. How has this impacted your life? When you resume this video, I want you to take a look at these stereotypes and put some real effort into trying to figure out where the hell they came from. When did they begin? Did I adopt this particular belief about this race from the group of people that I was born into, from my culture, from my church? Was it because of a personal experience I had? What we don't want to admit to, because it's so politically incorrect, but what we pretty much have to admit to is stereotypes don't exist for no reason. They don't just come out of thin air. That's why we spend so much effort trying to disprove them. There are exceptions to every generalization. For example, there are black people who are excellent swimmers. There are Asians who are terrible at math. There are white people who are poor. There are Hispanics who are absolute neat freaks. But we have to be adult enough to go beyond our defensiveness to look at these stereotypes that exist within the world and to see if there is any basis in truth to the generalizations that are being made. This is the only way that we can collectively address these issues. If we're being too politically correct to face these issues, no change will be made in the world. For more information about being politically correct, watch my video on YouTube titled Political Correctness. We become racist as the result of pain. The ego decides to take over when it feels as if a threat exists in the world, something to be scared of, something that could cause you pain. So if racism is a result of pain, the question is, what pain? I believe the real reason we cannot overcome racism in this world is because of the fact that we continue to address the pain that exists on the side of the person who is on the receiving end of prejudice or racism, which is very real, I assure you. But what we do not do is address the pain that exists on the side of the person who is exhibiting prejudice, who is racist. This is also very real pain, and it is in fact what is creating the condition to begin with.
What we do in the world is we look at the races and we say, that person is bad, they're the bad guy, they're the evil one. And the person who is on the receiving end of the prejudice is the victim and therefore the good one. And that, in fact, does nothing more than strengthen the ego's resistance and make them more racist. We cannot recognize that what unites them both is pain. Now, the racist himself does not know that pain is what the racism is about. The pain is the vulnerable root of the racism. And if that pain is resolved or healed, the racism, which is just a branch off that root, will not exist. We might be in pain because we've had a painful experience relative to a person that belonged to a specific race or several people that belong to a specific race. When we look deeper, we might also find that the pain we're feeling relative to a person's race is because that particular pain was handed down through generations to us from the people that came before us. Sometimes racism becomes a part of our own racial identity. This is especially true if in the generations before us, the people who gave rise to us experienced things like slavery, serious racial injustice or genocide. For example, for years and years, it was a passed down thing for our racial identity as whites to see black people as inferior. Now this is reversed, and part of black racial identity is prejudice against whites for the injustice of slavery. So the pain you could have relative to a certain race could be the empathetic pain you feel for your ancestors as a result of the stories your parents have told you about the bad things a certain race has done in the past to your race. After we become aware of this root, we need to be willing to have an open and honest dialogue about this vulnerable root that exists below our racism. We have to be open about how we became racist. And that open vulnerability has to be met with understanding with emotional validation. To understand about how to deal with someone else's negative emotion, I want you to watch my video on YouTube titled, The Emotional Wake-Up Call. I encourage you to be open about it to a friend or in Teal Tribe or even in the comment section below this video. We need to clearly see the pain on both sides of the racism issue to transform it in any way without being defensive or attacking. Once you are open, about the vulnerable root below the racism that you yourself hold, I want you to pause this video one more time. And I want you to look back over your list. And I want you to see how could this particular prejudice be causing pain in my life to the people that belong to that particular race? How has it caused pain in the past? How is it causing pain now? How could it potentially cause pain in the future? This is the time to look deeply into the impact you have had on people. Imagine if Hitler had developed this kind of foresight before his Aryan regime was put into play. Once you are done with this exercise, I want you to ask yourself, am I open to having a different experience relative to these races or this one particular race? Am I open to seeing my belief shattered? This type of openness coupled with the ability to be vulnerable about the pain behind the racism we hold, is in fact what will create the paradigm shift within ourselves relative to racism. It will change our vibration so we are now a match to experiences in the real world that shatter our prejudices, that shatter our racist tendencies. The universe will put us in situations and introduce us to people who will disprove our stereotypes for us. 
We are moving in the direction of a socially unified world, a world where people are essentially a beautiful soup made up of different flavors. These different flavors do not need to conflict with one another. They can complement each other by bringing the strengths inherent in each of them to the table. Races are like flavors. They are expressions of consciousness. They are perspectives. They are not who anyone is. You are non-physical consciousness that is currently expressing itself into a physical life. What that means for you is that you are not a human having a spiritual experience. You are spirit itself having a human experience. So you are not even human. And your race is only one tiny little part of being human. So do not let your race define you, and do not let race define anyone else in your life. Be open about these stereotypes. Help me to create an open dialogue about racism and about the painful roots that we ourselves have that exist underneath the racism. Let us be open about these stereotypes and make racism no longer taboo. If we are capable of making racism and conversations about racism no longer taboo, and if we are open to seeing the vulnerability that exists below racism, then what is possible for this world is that this world could become a world where racism no longer exists. Have a good week.